0: Set your phasers to fun and
1: hold on to your funds. Let's talk Star Trek: The Next Generation with Charlie and Megan. Shut up, Wesley! You're done. So come on, set your phasers to fun. Welcome back to Set Phasers to Fun, everybody. We did it. We are back after a long hiatus. Um, what can we say? Life gets in the way sometimes.
0: We had to think deep Star Trekian thoughts.
1: It's true. We've it, been in seclusion.
0: It's not easy to come up with these uh, deep insights on the fly. Charlie and I have a rigorous preparation process. You
1: are late. Sorry, I had to make myself beautiful. I fail to understand why. We were my wife and I were watching TV or something, and there was a um, there was a guy on it wearing a suit, and she said, "Oh, that looks like the holodeck." It didn't look like the holodeck at all, but it made me think. <laughs> What if we? What if I got a suit made of the holodeck material?
0: That would look amazing.
1: Guys, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for my <laughs> holodeck suit.
0: The real question that I want to know is, what does your wife think the holodeck looks like?
1: Well, it was close. I mean, there weren't yellow, um, you know, lines. Yeah,
0: sure. It was just a yeah. Like a window pane. Just yeah, like, just a window pane. Not like a hound's tooth or like. No. Oh this paisley um, clearly is reminiscent of the holodeck
1: um so this is episode number 22 let's uh, as we always do set our phasers to listener mail <laughs> let's check the old gmail nothing Ah, uh, but i do want to give a very special shout out to super listener jason mccullough he sent me the uh production Bible for the uh, that Gene Roddenberry wrote in the 80s I guess he found it online somewhere that's awesome so we have that now and he also sent me this is not to be shared with Megan but it is a data yo-yo <laughs> it's got a serial number it's still in its original packaging
0: that is amazing
1: it really combines the passions of the day
0: you know what it combines? It combines um, your love for uh, positronic brain androids with really analog children's toys. Correct. Those two things together come together.
1: In yo-yo form. <laughs> so, J- thank you, Jason. Um, in the f- in the near future, we will have an episode or maybe two devoted to the series Bible.
0: It's hard to think of a more analog toy than a yo yo. I mean, a yo yo is essentially a ball on a string. Like, that's as, that's, I mean, the only thing more analog would be like a wharf, like, hoop and a stick. Like a wharf branded, do you know what I mean? Or like a Deanna Troy branded, I don't know, tin can. Lid that you slide down in the winter Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like what are the I like, do The, the analog toys
1: Do you know what Geordie's would be? What? It would be that paddle ball game You played by yourself <laughs> 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 We're back, everybody oh, We still got the magic I've been away far too long So, Megan we are going to do a public service with this, our twenty-second episode, and continuing on. For those people that are just discovering Next Generation, your hosts, to the preeminent TNG experts on this podcast, are going to do an episode guide to tell you which ones you can skip and which ones you need to watch.
0: But ours isn't going to be like a normal episode guide that's boring.
1: Ours no. is going to
0: be super fun episode guide.
1: Because we're probably not going to remember what the episode's about.
0: (laughs) You know what it is? It's an episode guide that comes from the gut. It's just like, it's like a hunch.
1: Shall we get started with season one?
0: Let's do it.
1: All right. Episode one, obviously, Encounter at Farpoint, the the two-part pilot. I'll
0: go back and forth on the whole season one, Charlie, as I am on record. Because on one hand, they're just intolerably cheesy and stupid. On the other hand... They're not as intolerably cheesy and stupid as I remembered them being.
1: Right. Like, in my
0: memory, they're worse than they are in actual viewing. Like, in actual viewing, you're like, oh, that's, you know, uh, that's not bad. Oh, that's kind of interesting. They yeah. have some ideas. Yeah. They're not... They, there's some subtext. They're not just speaking their text.
1: Yeah, they're definitely... Yeah. Um, they're, the show is finding its footing. For real. Um, but, uh, so, in Encounter Far Farpoint, the ship... Leaves, I guess, space dock, and goes to Farpoint Station, which is mysterious. They encounter Q. Yeah,
0: that's the reason to a watch lot.
1: it. Humanity's put on trial, and it's the first episode of the series. You should watch it.
0: Yeah, I'm, to I'm gonna give it. give it a watch.
1: Yeah, watch. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Unanimous watch. Boom. From from But like, posts. but
0: like, prepare yourself. Like, if you're the kind of person who watches, like. Doctor Who, and like this is kind of cheesy and stupid. Like you're in for a sad time. But if you're like, it's sort of charming how Doctor Who is kind of cheesy and stupid. Then I think you're going to dig it.
1: Yeah, you you also have to put yourself in kind of the mid '80s frame of mind, where TV was made differently. There's not, it doesn't look very good. For real, it's like it's pretty corny. I mean, the effects are still pretty good, but. it just—it's like an '80s TV show.
0: The other reason to see it is um, because it gives you a baseline for Hot Riker, because he's all—he's all beardless and dimple chin and like thin and chiseled, and like he's gonna become like barrel chested, bearded Hot Riker. Like there's really no Riker that's not super hot, but I'm just saying it gives you a baseline.
1: And you see, guy, you see some crew members in skirts. Yeah, um, that's
0: nice. You're like a little hat tip to gender equity. Like we can objectify yeah. anybody.
1: Episode two is called The Naked Now, where the sex virus... Oh,
0: yeah, this is the Tasha and Data hookup episode.
1: Yeah, the only scene you need to watch.
0: I think you want to watch that episode simply so you can take part in our delightful conversations. That's where we right. go <laughs> fully functional, am I right? <laughs> On the other hand, I was having a conversation last night with some friends about whether or not you have to read Proust's Remembrance of Things Past, and my argument was that book is a doorstop, and no, you don't have to read Proust's Remembrance of Things Past. What are you trying to get a medal from somebody? All you have to know is that Proust eats a cookie and then like has a big flashback about his life. That's all you have to know. You have to read the book to get the reference. So then, all you have to—that's enough to, like, be culturally literate so that you can be like, oh, are you serving Madeline cookies at this party? What? I hope I don't have a long flashback and everyone goes, oh, you're so literate. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe you don't have to watch the whole episode.
1: The only time I've been tempted to read Proust was so I could get uh, some jokes from Monty Python, but I didn't was that important so I didn't do it
0: I'm just saying like let's dial down our aspirations let's live gentle shrugs rather than in the sprints like you know what I'm saying like we don't all have to be Usain Bolt of literature and culture we can just kind of be the you know I don't know where I speak for the for the schlubs
1: the schlubs probably could have thought of a second athlete (laughs) (laughs) metaphor with
0: from you data you
1: are fully functional aren't you of course but how fully
0: in every way, of course.
1: I am programmed in multiple techniques. On to episode four, Code of Honor. Oh, this one is terribly racist, and you should not watch it. I don't even. What's I don't remember it. What's it? What is it? Where Tasha gets um, kidnapped by the black plan? Oh, oh yeah,
0: when when Tasha gets, and they're all wearing like dashikis, and it's clearly like Africa. Yeah, stay away. Yeah. And then they like yeah. r- mud wrestle. Stay away.
1: Yeah. Code of Honor. Um, Boo. Uh, if you want, if you want to watch an actress be mortally embarrassed, um, I would watch the uh, the lady who plays the queen of the planet dressed to fight. Tasha has to do like a dance fight warm up sequence, and it's <sighs> oh boy. And you know
0: what? She was probably happy for the work in 1987. Probably. She's like, well, it's a
1: job. Um. <laughs> it's a rough business out there. Uh, the Last Outpost is episode five. I don't...
0: What's The Last Outpost? The Last Outpost. Is that the one with um, with um, James Cromwell?
1: No. That's the Business unitards. Yeah, the That's Business unitards one. What's is that the... Ferengi?
0: Oh, this is a Ferengi episode!
1: Yeah. I don't remember anything about it. Was that... There's like a... It's like they're on a planet. They're on a, like an old series, original series type planet. and There's like lasers or something. Uh, you don't need to watch. You don't need to watch this. The
0: fact that Charlie and I can't remember is a good sign that you should skip
1: it. Yeah, who cares?
0: But I'll tell you this: um, it's nice to know who the Ferengi are
1: because they're hilarious. Yeah, that's true. You might want to watch them.
0: Yeah, just kind of skip around just to get a flavor.
1: Uh, episode six, where no one has gone before. Yeah, the Traveler, where Wesley... there's hinted that Wesley has powers.
0: The Traveler comes in this early?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, now you guys listen, listen to me. Here's here's what you need to know about this episode is that um Wesley is this is like triples down on his obnoxiousness.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And it's not even it's not even Wesley's fault, but just the positioning of the character of Wesley as being your big nerd and your really bad knitwear, but somehow you're like the special chosen one and you're going to like be Superman later, like, ugh. Like that.
1: Boy, don't ever say that again. Especially not at your age in a world that's not ready for such dangerous nonsense. Uh, episode 7 Lonely Among Us. Brr, no oh, idea. What's that one?
0: Yeah, well, since we can't remember it, I think it's probably a skip.
1: Now, I'm gonna give a hearty endorse to the next one Justice. Because Wesley nearly gets killed and that's all the napkin. It's the napkin sex planet. Oh,
0: yeah! you got to watch the napkin sex planet for real.
1: We've talked about it before. It's corny, but it's uh, it's fun.
0: So to summarize, here's what you're doing so far. You're going to sit through Encounter at Farpoint. You're going to watch a scene from The Naked Now. You're going to skip Code of Honor. You're going to consider where no one has gone before. And then you're going to zero in on justice
1: and be like, okay, all right. Next up is The Battle. Um, What's that one? I think that's where the Stargazer shows back up. I think that's another Ferengi. Remember? Mm. They, like, find his old ship, and there's, like, a mine bomb out of it or something. Oh,
0: when they find the Stargazer! Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's pretty good.
1: The Picard Maneuver.
0: Yes, that's pretty good. Give that a spin. Yeah, check it out. And then the next, the next one is a big up, which is hide and Q. Any Q episode, I think, is worth uh, your time.
1: Is that the one where? That's the Riker one, right?
0: Yeah. That's the one I think. Isn't that the one where Riker gets? Um, and they make, Powers. Yeah, they uh, uh, Riker gets Q powers for a little while. And he tries to give everybody what they want, and he turns Wesley into a man. But he's like yeah. in the most beautiful Kendall man. <laughs> and then Will Wheaton yeah. actually grows up, and you're like, you don't look anything like that guy. <laughs> yep.
1: Nope, not a lick. Should've let Riker cue um, you Always let Riker cue.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is life lesson. Always let Riker cue you
1: Hey, Wes. Not bad. Haven is next episode eleven.
0: And this is the one where uh, we meet Troy's mom, and and it's because uh, she has to get married.
1: Uh, the big goodbye. That is definitely a Dixon Hill one.
0: Yeah, there we go. Now we're into the Dixon Hill.
1: Is that when the? That's like where the holodecks... That's like the first holodeck came to life one, where it's like the the mobster turns out to be real or tries to be real. Right. But then he gets disintegrated.
0: Dixon Hill.
1: Yeah, there's some embarrassing parts of Dixon Hill, but... That's all right. I think we all have skeletons in our closet. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then Data Lore is next, and that's a good one.
1: Yeah, Data Lore, where Data's long-lost brother shows up.
0: Yeah, and basically all you need to know about Data's long-lost brother is that he has feelings, and he's kind of an asshole.
1: Um, he nearly kills Wesley, which is nice. Yeah. It, um,
0: for real. There's a lot... That's and that's where fun.
1: Shut Up... That is where Shut Up Wesley comes from. Oh,
0: see, we're hitting the classics.
1: Must watch.
0: Yeah, thumbs up on Data Lore.
1: Um, Angel One is uh, where uh, Riker bangs the president of uh, Lady World. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember what they were doing there, or what they wanted, or who was else was there, but I remember all the men are short, and they wear little open-chested... Sparkly blouses, and the ladies run the, the planet. Ah,
0: that's right. Uh, and and uh, the, the lady president, she's not played by Linda Hamilton, but she's played by, like, the poor man's Linda Hamilton. Correct. So that's fun. And then the next episode is one of my favorites from season one, because it's so
1: stupid. Which is?
0: It's 11001001, all of which is to say it's the Binar episode.
1: Oh the Binar. It's so
0: great. Basically, the Enterprise gets repaired by these like twin the Binar aliens, but then they end up kidnapping the ship. And what's going to happen?
1: The first of many ship kidnap attempts.
0: Yeah, you know, for the best um, ship in Starfleet, Enterprise is woefully insecure.
1: Do you need to watch this episode for the rest of the series? No, you don't.
0: No, you don't, but I mean, don't you want to in on the Binar hilarity action? Don't you want to catch all the binar references? Maybe catch a couple of... Maybe just, like, one drop in. Maybe this is another drop in. A little fast forward. Like, get a little binar flavor and move on with your life. Yeah.
1: Listen to Wesley talk to them. That's a fun scene. Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's
1: like three of the most annoying people in the universe all together. The In one room. (laughs) What is that high-pitched sound you make? That is our primary language. Then, uh, too short a season elderly admiral and he's like a he's an old admiral and he gets sent to a planet to negotiate something but then he's taking medicine that makes him young again but that turns him into like monstrous
0: oh a little jackal and Hyde situation
1: yeah but he's got horrible old age makeup on oh right you could skip you could skip it
0: yeah it's okay i mean it's okay there are better ones that hit those same notes
1: that's where they steal the kids right the planet steals the kid the planet steals the kids there's like a cloaked planet I don't remember. Wesley's nearly killed, I guess, so that's worth watching.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm really getting a picture here, Charlie, of your <laughs> of your deep antipathy
1: to uh, old Wesley Crusher. He's got
0: some very alarming knitwear in season one. That's the reason to watch.
1: It's. I don't want him to die, but I, I like him to. It's the only thing that will teach him a lesson, is if he's nearly killed. <laughs> it won't. It's the only thing that will humble him. Home soil is. Uh, I think it's our buddy, the crystalline entity.
0: Yeah, this is. You want to watch this one?
1: Yeah, you do. There's a lot of crystalline to do business on the rest of the thing.
0: Yeah, so this uh, you want to watch this
1: one? uh Coming of age sounds like a Wesley one. Was that Starfleet exam or was that later?
0: Oh, this is the one where yeah. Oh yes, this is where. We, okay, so now we're we're ramping up to the end of season one, and there's this like weird conspiracy and this is the beginning of the conspiracy like an alien's taken over a starfleet and we're just gonna touch on it at the end of this season and then we're never gonna mention it again and so this is the beginning of that
1: right oh with that evil with the worms uh, that live in your neck yeah and the evil kind of um like uh lieutenant commander guy yeah he's like i know you're up to something enterprise yeah
0: he's like a big snot He's all like yeah. snobby McSnobberson. And then later he's like, I want to join your crew. And the rest of the crew is like, um, fornicate you with a wooden spoon. The answer is no. Right. You're total jerkus malerkus.
1: <sighs> that's what they say a- to him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say, watch that one. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I would call that a mental lapse. Heart of Glory. Uh, is that a wharf? That's a wharf one? Yeah, that's
0: a wharfy wharf.
1: Where the convicts try and ask warp to help them and you're like you don't know where Worf's loyalty's like because you don't know him yet right it's a little early Worf. you could skip it
0: yeah I mean because you already know that Worf's the boss Worf. the other thing that's fun about season one Worf, is that he's wearing a red jersey which is weird and his hair is surprisingly shorn
1: yes he does like it's like kind of short kind of a
0: cute little bob
1: arsenal of freedom that's the planet with the weapons Where it tries to kill everybody. And the guy from Ghost. Automated weapon systems, like, killing everybody on the planet. And the Enterprise shows up, and they're just trying to sell weapons to people.
0: Oh, oh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's kind of a fun idea, but it's not... It's like a nothing. You don't need to see it. No,
0: skip it. Why don't you just shut it off? It's a machine, isn't it?
1: Symbiosis? Oh, it's where um, those, the two races, the two planets, one makes the drug and the other one... Needs oh it.
0: yeah, this is pretty good.
1: And then there's a big weird twist out of nowhere at the end of the episode that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a uh, yeah, give that one a spin. Now we're at episode, yeah, this is tw- episode 23. So now if you're you're lucky if the show has 22 episodes, this is 23 already, just FYI. Right. We're going to 26. Right. Skin of Evil is a big thumbs up.
1: Yeah, it's where uh the crew say says goodbye to uh one of their own.
0: Yeah. No, that's a... this. You want to watch this one. For
1: real. Yeah. It's
0: creepy and it's surprising. And like, whatever, cheap effects, but get over it. What do you want?
1: And you need a lot of... A lot of things happen in the episodes that haunts the crew for the rest of the run.
0: Yeah, so that's a big up. Big thumbs up.
1: We'll always have Paris. Is... Is that... I remember the holodeck Paris thing. Is this whatever. the
0: one where Picard goes back and sits in the thing and the cafe and meets the woman that
1: yeah
0: ugh, dumb
1: yeah, skip so dumb. skip it conspiracy um continues the neck parasites thing I mean you know uh,
0: give it a spin I guess
1: yeah it's just to see where it like where they might have gone with the episode
0: yeah
1: I mean where they might have gone with the series yeah um, instead of on the neck parasite thing uh, if you want to see some really bad stunt work <laughs> with a guy clearly in a wig fighting another guy clearly in a wig. Episode twenty-six. Twenty-six That's remarkable. Aired May 16th, 1988. Uh the Neutral Zone. That's the Romulans, I would guess.
0: Yes, right, sure.
1: Is it oh it's where the they find the cryopods with the with the like twentieth century um menagerie of y- yokels. There's like the single mom. <laughs> they've all been frozen, and the guy's like, "Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a Texas oil millionaire." And, oh uh,
0: yeah! Uh, and he's like, "What about my stock portfolio?" And you're like, uh, "You're stupid."
1: Yeah, we're in a post need society. You're
0: dumb for wanting that.
1: Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, uh, I could you could skip it. I think the true end of season one is conspiracy. I'm gonna say watch it. All right. Because. Fine. You, inter- you get introduced to Romulans. True. You, you really get a... We, our society gets a mirror held up to it real hard by the Star Trek. That's
0: true. It just seems a little unsubtle. On the other hand, if you've ever hated somebody who owned a stock portfolio, this is a good episode to watch. To be like, yeah, suck it, stock portfolio owner.
1: When you, When you get frozen and reanimated...
0: It'll mean nothing.
1: Oh, that's season one, guys. So, that's. We did it! Season one! I love it. Captain, they're back.
0: I got a game. I got a game we can play. I think it will be very uh, illuminating and informative for our listeners. All right. Okay. The game is called Manny Petty. And what you have to do is you have. I'll name a crew member. And you have to decide if you would rather give that crew member a manicure or a pedicure, and why.
1: I hate to short-circuit your game, but it's my answer is always manicure.
0: Always? There's nobody you would give a pedicure to?
1: No. <laughs> Look. Feet are not cool. What? Are you kidding? Come on. I don't want to touch it.
0: It gives you there's actually surprisingly less intimacy with the foot because they're like farther away and on the other hand you get a a look up the long leg I mean that's got to be worth something plus they're in the future they don't have any like weird funguses or anything like they're in the future their
1: feet are perfect that's true alright I'm going to set aside my your foot phobia you clearly have thoughts though so I think the people would rather hear you just (laughs) I
0: I have thought about it a little bit Alright, let's start with Captain Picard. Captain Picard, manicure, pedicure. What's your gut tell you, Charlie? Manicure. <laughs> Why?
1: I don't want to look at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me make it worth your while. Think about those rough archaeological big hands. <laughs> they need they need pampering. <laughs> Think about those
0: long gams in his shorty rope. And he like crosses his leg and he's like, here. Why don't, you, why don't you paint me with some pastel tozies? That would be
1: something. All right. I think that's your... that's your.
0: <laughs> now, on the flip side, Riker, I would totally go manicure. Because you want to get as close to those um, hypnotic eyes as possible.
1: Right. You want to stare at his eyes.
0: Yeah, you want to get, you know, like lean over the table.
1: Does that go <laughs> for like. thin Riker and for barrel-chested Riker?
0: No, totally barrel-chested Riker. Thin okay. Riker, I could take or
1: leave third up. Data?
0: What do you think? I feel like it's not going to matter to Data one way or the other.
1: Manicure?
0: I'm going to say pedicure because we don't get to see Data speak that often.
1: That's true. Never. So that might
0: be that he's, might be an interesting...
1: He's never not uniform. He's always... He doesn't have a shorty robe.
0: Yo. Yeah, so let's take a look at those. That might be interesting. Alright. Jordy? Yeah, how about uh, Jordy... I feel like Jordy uh, needs to know uh, needs a manicure. He needs that intimacy, that closeness. He needs somebody to hold his hand. Yeah. I think it, I think getting a pedicure would frankly freak him out. I think it, it would. It would. I think he's got a thing about people touching his feet. Like I just don't think.
1: Yeah, agreed. That would
0: that would be good for him. Agreed. Um, Worf, what are your strong feelings?
1: Manny, <laughs> his feet are probably jacked up. For all his bat left practicing, I'll bet everything. I mean, because you know he's you. got
0: like a double skeleton. He would. So you let know, you. his feet have got like a million bones in them.
1: Right. And he's also. On the other ticklish. hand,
0: he might really appreciate a pedicure. He might need some pampering. Yeah.
1: I say so when I've never had either one, so I don't know. I find the uh,
0: getting a pedicure makes me feel a little royal and like. Fetch me my fiddlers three, you know, like that. In
1: a, in a good way or a bad way?
0: Oh, I th- well, in a in a neutral way, like it, if that's what you're going for. If you're looking to feel like, you know, little King Cole-ish, then that's I think that's good.
1: You're not horrified by your reaction to power, or the, <laughs> the illusion of power.
0: <laughs> you know I should be, and yet. it's an ugly side to me Charles but it's the truth
1: um Bev
0: yeah I would totally give Bev a manicure and we would have the best like gossip good times you you manicure always manicure because you've got that weird foot thing
1: maybe I would go feet I don't know I'll bet Bev's got some gams
0: oh sure she does Ditto Deanna Troy. I totally give her a manicure too. In fact, I'd like to give her a manicure at the same time I'm giving Bev a manicure and then all three of us can have a wonderful uh, dish
1: session. Perfect. <laughs> Meet them right after their morning calisthenics.
0: That's right. They'll be all in their like mauve
1: leotards and like weird headbands. Here's a question. Why do they go into a room to do that? Like, Why do they go into like a taupe conference room why don't they go in the holodeck and like go do it on the shores of Astapor 4 or whatever
0: that's an excellent question do you think that there's a line to get into the holodeck there there never seems to be no but I imagine it's gonna take a lot of computing power to fire up the holodeck
1: yeah you'd imagine
0: and you would imagine there's only like how many holodecks are there three sure and that yet, it's an enormous crew. Like, I bet a lot of people would want to use the holodeck. On the other hand, Worf trains in the holodeck. How come Worf gets to train and the, and the doctor doesn't get to train?
1: Uh, I don't know what this is about uh, the world, but I just typed in how many hol... I typed in H-O-L, and it said how many holodecks on the Enterprise automatically. <laughs> Oh, never look at Reddit, you guys. (laughs) There is a sentence here that says, the internet is strangely devoid of information about holodeck policy. That's not strange at the least. It's not
0: strange at all. The holodeck is not
1: a real thing. No, it isn't. Uh. (laughs) Shut up, Wesley.
0: All right, all right. Since you have a weird pedicure thing, let's change the game up. How about if it's give him a manicure or give him a perm?
1: (laughs) Always perm. Everybody.
0: (laughs) Worf would look great with the perm. Like a little Ogilvy action.
1: I'm making Picard grow his hair out for months until he's got, like, Ben Franklin hair and he's getting a perm. (laughs)
0: Little Ogilvy home perm
1: action. I think it's fabulous. Troy was the closest to it.
0: Yeah, and Miles O'Brien, he had that curly hair.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: They would have to get it straightened. It would be straightened. He would look, he would look, really horrible with straight hair. <laughs> Miles O'Brien would look uniquely like alarming. He would look like a loan shark. Like, like, no, not even like a loan shark. He would look like somebody the loan shark sent to beat you up to get the money. That's right. Yeah, that's a bad look for him. Stay with the curls, O'Brien. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if any of you are Photoshop experts and want to Photoshop perms onto all the <laughs> members, we don't have time. But
0: well, I thought this was going to be a super fun game, but uh, I don't know if it was Sorry. as illuminating as I had anticipated.
1: <laughs> well, you learned something about me.
0: Yeah, it's true. It illuminates something about Charlie Fondville, which is. Uh, he is not the guy you want to go to for the pedicure
1: I do not have a career in estheticianing
0: (laughs) I thought of that game like six weeks ago I'm like this will be a great game (laughs) (laughs) looks to me like you need a break unwind a little (sighs) maybe you're right I've got just the thing why don't you join me in ten
1: forward something I'd like you to try For better or worse, guys, we're back. (laughs) Uh,
0: And we're not going to take it uh, personally that you didn't miss us.
1: No, you shouldn't have.
0: I like Uh, to think of us like like an old couch in your basement that you should probably throw away, but it's more of a pain to throw away than not throw away, and it's pretty comfortable for playing video games on. That's what this podcast is. It's like it's not going to add value. It's not going to showpiece. But you know what? You have some people over. You want to play video games in the basement. That's what this couch is. That's right. Uh,
1: if our podcast you know, were a couch,
0: that's a game have... we could play. Is if if they were furniture,
1: what would they be? <laughs>
0: if the crew were furniture, what would they be? Who Next would be time. the Devon?
1: Next time on Set Phasers to Fun. <laughs> find out who the Shays Lounge of the Enterprise is. (laughs) Guys, as always, we love your comments, your letters, your emails, and your tweets. And, boy, I'm not going to say that getting gifts feels bad either. If you want to mail mail it in, either the LA HQ or the Iowa HQ.
0: Yeah, it feels super good.
1: um, We'll take... Send Megan a shit series Bible, so I don't have to scan this thing in.
0: <laughs> you can just send me anything, really.
1: Yeah, it's her birthdays on Thursday, so Sure. Whichever Thursday you're about to listen be upon. to.
0: The great thing is is that every Thursday is my birthday. I am one of those, um, I'm not gonna say like like I am gonna live forever, but I'm really I'm like guinan esque in the in my longevity. So every Thursday is a birthday.
1: You're one I'm of them like Mantusians. What are they
0: called? I don't know. They're called Cool Hat Ladies.
1: Something Um, like that. They are called Cool Hat Ladies. They're
0: called Pancake Hat Ladies. El
1: Orion. That's their name.
0: They're called Is It a Cake Stand or Is It a Hat Civilization? (laughs) That's what they're called. We're blowing the dust off uh, the old comedy apparatus.
1: Guys, we're gonna try and do better. We can't make any promises, but we're gonna. <laughs> we're back, and we're here to stay.
0: And we're we I w- would have loved to say we're better than ever, but really, we're we're not as good as we have been. But we're still alive, so that's gotta count for something.
1: I don't think this is a nadir of podcast,
0: but sure, we've been worse. Oh yeah, that this is the that should be our tag.
1: Episode.
0: Yeah. yeah. Set so phases to fun. We've been worse. You could you could waste time in in other ways too.
1: This is actually episode one hundred and eighty-four, but we've only put out the twenty-one best, <laughs> twenty-two best ones.
0: That's right. We have a high a uh, high bar of excellence, rigor. We're all about the rigor here.
1: So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we will be back, but keep your correspondence coming, or start your correspondence. Or start it.
0: Give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll be back next time with more episode guides, maybe, and more (laughs) games that don't go anywhere.
0: (laughs) All that and more on Set Phasers to Fun. And Mr. LaForge? Sir. Step on it.